Hey, hey guys, welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I am Lisa Carpenter, your hostess. And today I'm talking about commitment, integrity, and discipline. Because as a high achieving, overachiever, overdoer, discipline was something I've never struggled with. However, I came to struggle with it. So let me explain. When one of my mentors talked to me about discipline, I literally felt this energetic pushback. So as a recovering overdoer, I knew a thing about discipline. I've been an athlete for most of my life and phrases like just do it were a serious rallying cry for me. I'd spent my life committed in integrity and disciplined. I did all the things I said I was going to do without fail. I was a goal setter and I was a goal achiever. And I prided myself on how much I could do, to be honest. I was in the gym every day at 5.30 a.m. <laughs> I was on point with my nutrition. And let me tell you, I worked my ass off in and on my business. I basically go to the gym, come home, get the kids ready for school, see some clients, work with clients all day, come home, take care of the kids, and then be back at the studio training my clients. This was back in the days when I had a bricks and mortar studio. I was so committed and so disciplined. There was no room for any grace in my life. I had shit to do and rest, rest. Those were for the lazy people. Years of running at this pace became normal for me, but let me tell you, it was not normal for my body. Just because you don't feel stressed and you're doing what you love doesn't mean that your body isn't stressed. In fact, my body was compensating for the high levels of stress I was running at because that's what it's designed to do. It pushed out more and more cortisol and adrenaline to keep me going. Basically, inside, things were falling apart, and my body supported me until it was no longer willing to support me. On the outside, it looked like I was taking great care of myself. I looked fantastic. I thought I felt fantastic. I was getting regular exercise. I had My nutrition was on point. But on the inside and energetically, I was constantly in a state of lack, limitation, stress, feelings of not good enough, and quite honestly, hustling to outrun the parts of myself I couldn't be with. So after, you know, opening up a, you know, my multiple fitness studios, because I opened up my first one and then I moved to another one and then I opened up a ginormous one, took on a five-year lease with a, with a partner. I then, you know, left my marriage. I started over with a new partner. I had another baby. I decided to move my business online. And then, of course, I found out that my husband was an addict. And we stepped into the whole addiction recovery community. And I stepped into my own transformational stripping down. To say a decade of my life was high stress is an understatement. But I had normalized all of it. I just dealt with it. And I never realized how much pressure and stress I was putting on my body. And I did not see the signs and symptoms of burnout on the horizon. So I ended up with adrenal fatigue, which was my body's way of saying, screw you. So if you're listening and you're thinking, well, what 
what is adrenal fatigue? What is that all about, Lisa? So adrenal fatigue presents its, itself in many ways. One of the biggest indicators is weight gain around your midsection. Now, this was not an indicator for me because my nutrition was so on point, I didn't gain weight there. However, my hair was starting to thin out. I was wired but tired. So this is, you know, ladies, I know you get all excited that you get this second wind in the evening. That's not actually a bonus. That means your hormones are out of whack. So the second wind would come in the evening, which meant I could work later, which was awesome and not awesome. So basically your hormones are all switched around and you're getting a burst of cortisol, which is the hormone that helps you wake up and be alert and get going in the morning. That was coming on strong in the evening when that's really when your melatonin should be kicking in and getting you ready for rest. Um, some other symptoms of adrenal fatigue is intense salt cravings and sometimes sugar cravings, a lack of ability to recover from your workouts. So if you're a regular exerciser, feeling like you can just never get out of that place of fatigue, you don't ever feel fully recovered, or maybe you're trying to lose weight and it doesn't matter what you do, the weight is not coming off. It doesn't matter how much you spin or row or run or lift, your body's just not changing. This is because every time you work out, you're sending those stress hormones through the roof again. And then quite often what we see with people with adrenal fatigue is they get sick all the time. They're constantly coming down with the sniffles or a cold or there's just, there's something going on. And this is your body telling you that things are not right. So if you're experiencing any of those symptoms, reach out to me. I'm happy to put you in contact with some professionals that I know. Go see your naturopathic doctor. There's lots of tests that can be run. And there's a whole host of things and protocols that you can go through to regain your health, which I did. So I basically, my body just got tired of my abuse and it shut me down. I went from being super active and feeling fit to no longer being able to get out of bed. If I rolled over, I got dizzy. And this was because, you know, another symptom of adrenal fatigue is when you go from lying down to, sit, to standing, your blood pressure drops. Well, because I'm so um, active and healthy, I already have incredibly low blood pressure. So if you don't know, your, if your blood pressure is too low, that's also not healthy. And this is what was happening. My doctor thought I had vertigo and I knew it wasn't vertigo. So I was very, very tenacious about finding out what was going on with me. Basically, you know, my hormones were haywire, my sleep patterns were crazy, and my life got flipped upside down. And I'm so grateful for my naturopath who got me onto the path of healing. I had to stop training. I had to pause my business and I really had to re redefine who I was being because my entire identity was wrapped up in what I could do and how I looked and how much weight I could push and how I could juggle all the balls of my life and still look good doing it. So circling back to when my mentor talked about, you know, where are you not being disciplined in your business? This was a huge, this came with a huge amount of pushback for me because I blamed my level of discipline as to why I lost my health. And there was no way I was going to dip my toe in that water, right? I wanted nothing to do with this concept of discipline, especially after I'd spent, you know, about six years learning how to slow down, stop gripping so tightly, and really be curious about what was driving these high levels of discipline.
So this is what I want to share with you and where I'm at now with this word. Because the truth is to accomplish anything in this world, we do need certain levels of discipline. But the word itself was not the problem. So my mentor helped me reframe it using the word devotion. And I really played with that word for a while. What does it look like to be devoted to something? Because it brought a lot of loving energy back into the things that I was going to commit myself to. But it bothered me that I still had such a negative, negative connotation to the word discipline because things only have meaning with the meaning we attach to it. And clearly I had attached a lot of meaning and I was giving this word a lot of power. But here's what I came to. You know, my levels of discipline, they weren't the problem. It was my energy behind the discipline that was the problem. I was constantly striving, pushing, hustling, and driving because I never felt good enough. It didn't matter what I did. It was never enough. It didn't matter what I achieved or accomplished because it was never enough. It didn't matter how many awards I got, how many certificates I hung on the wall, or how many people I helped. It was never enough. So the energy behind the discipline was actually me punishing myself. But at the time, I wore it with pride, not seeing it for what it really was. So where am I at now with discipline? Because I've really had to redefine this as I step into new ways of being with myself and the things that I want for my business and the impact and influence that I want to have in the world. Yes, I need to be disciplined. So today, discipline is a tool for me to live my best life and is far from being a punishment or being or feeling abusive. Discipline now gives me freedom. Because I'm no longer doing things to get, air quotes, there anymore. Discipline is no longer powered by me pushing, struggling, driving, or striving. It's not fueled by I'm not good enough. It's powered now with ease, grace, and flow. Discipline now helps to guide my decisions and keeps me in integrity with the things I've committed and let me tell you, my list is short. My to-do list is short. The things that I commit to is a short list. The number one priority on my list of things I'm committed to is me, my emotional and physical well-being. It is, I am, my number one business asset. And it's easy for me to stay in integrity when my number one commitment is to me feeling my best. I'm disciplined about how I feel and the energy now I want to bring to everything I do. So whether it's working out in the gym, whether it's sitting down to talk to clients, whether it's writing a blog post, I'm disciplined about how I feel and the energy I bring to the activities that I'm doing. I'm disciplined about making sure I move the needle in my business every day because I'm doing less better. I'm disciplined about not overloading my plate, not overcommitting, and not pushing. And I'm disciplined about trusting myself and my inner knowing instead of believing doing more is the answer. So this is what allows me 
when I wake up in the morning to check in and decide, okay, am I going to the gym today? Or does my body really need rest? And if I need rest, the discipline then is for me to stay in bed and give myself grace versus pushing myself to push through being tired, being fatigued, being worn out, whatever it may be, to go to the gym. All right. So my discipline is around my commitment to myself. So for you, my dear listener, my fellow high achiever, I hope you take this episode and get curious about what discipline means to you, how it shows up in your life. Where are you overcommitting yourself? Where are you putting expectations on yourself and then showing up with such high levels of discipline around them that it's actually not healthy for you? I promise that these episodes would be full of, you know, my own reflections and stories because I really want to give you an opportunity to look at your life through hearing about the stories of my progression and my journey and my transformation. So I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback on discipline. So head over to Instagram stories or Instagram, send me a DM. I'm at Lisa Carpenter Inc. And tell me what your takeaways were. Did you have any ahas listening to my story? What is your relationship with discipline and commitment and staying in integrity with yourself? Do you do the things you say you're going to do? Do you overcommit? Is discipline coming from an unhealthy energy of pushing and striving and driving to get where? Where are you trying to get to? So that is today's episode for you, short and sweet. I hope you enjoyed. Remember, until next time, take good care of you because you are your number one asset.